This Home Run Derby edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contests. $40 million are up for grabs. Get all the details at circasports.com. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you eventually from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is... Oh, who cares? What's the date today? Uh, hang on, I'm going to find it. It's July the 9th, Sunday, July the 9th, and we are here to have a look at the Home Run Derby. Uh, and I am sticking with Derby, not Derby. I considered going with Derby, but I'm not bowing down to you people any longer. Uh, it's the Home Run Derby 2023. Joining me, uh, solid opening to the show there. Uh, I think you'll agree, Dylan. Oh, how's it going? How good to be with you. You got me sweating. I haven't laughed this hard in a while, so thank you for that. But uh, no, good to be with you. I uh, can't wait to talk about it. was interesting when we started talking before we went online. You were mentioning Darby, and I didn't know if that was on purpose or that's really how you say it. But yeah, over here, you know, it's Derby, but to each their own, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, it's definitely Derby. Um, yeah, sorry about that. I um. I don't think I had myself on mute. My little, my little wiggly microphone here, if you put it up too high, it turns itself off, which is what I'd done. Uh, but, you know, we can edit that rubbish out. No one will know except King Toto who's in the chat. He's been lip-reading the show for the first three minutes. Uh, so sorry for making you endure that. Uh, but, yeah, home run derby. It's All-Star break week, obviously. So the great and good of MLB have headed off to Seattle for the All-Star game. Um, which means a little chance to take stock here on the MLB Gambling Podcast the rest of the week. I think we'll be doing just that. We're going to have a look at our pre-season picks, um, see how, how we fared early in the season, our player props and our futures market picks. And then at the back end of the week, um, we will get back into MLB as we kick off again next uh, next weekend or thereabouts. So, yeah, loads of days fall today. Sunday, we're in the middle of a load of games. We were just talking about them. Um, it's been a bit of a funny day. It's been a bit of a funny sort of end to the end to the week before the All-Star break. You said this kind of happens a lot. You get some teams who go in a bit of a funky mood. You get some players who go in a bit of a funky mood. But um, the Tampa Bay Rays beat the Braves tonight. They needed to as well, I think. They were in a right. They'd lost seven in a row before tonight. So, Dale heads into the break, a little feeling a little bit better. But the feeling I got just this week, I was saying, Dylan, was that um, the these surprise teams had just sort of let the big boys back in a bit. Houston had had a little bit of a uh, sorry, Texas have had a little bit of a wobble and let Houston back in. The Diamondbacks had have a little bit of a wobble and let the Dodgers back in. The Rays were wobbling, and it, in fact, it's been the Orioles that are chasing the the Rays down. The Orioles scored another fifteen runs tonight. Um, so yeah it's been a bit of a funky end of the week but I do think a, a lot of these sort of surprise teams that were in a, a really good position maybe a week or so ago um, have just opened the door uh, for some of these the, the regular big boys to, to get back at them yeah 100% like you mentioned I think the big one is Texas you know losing today to the Nationals 7-2 to uh, they're 3-7 and seven in their last 10 and now Houston's just two games back I don't know if you were on the pod a few days ago maybe I think it was Scott or uh Moonoff, but I was saying 
a few weeks ago, not a few weeks, maybe about a week ago, I was saying Houston's a team you got to buy on now. You know, like they were plus 500 at one point to win the AL. They have the experience. They're going to get Jordan Alvarez back. And there was just, a, they were dealing with injuries early on. You knew they were going to find it. They're going to make a move at the deadline. They're going to get another pitcher. So, yeah, I think the biggest one is Texas. They had a big league. And so is the Diamondbacks. They're tied 2 2 right now to the Pirates. But uh, yeah, they're just letting them in. Yeah, King Tut makes a good point. Patrick Corbin's been another guy that's been undervalued this past I don't know maybe month he's been very serviceable I think he could help a team down the stretch as well yeah so Patrick Corbin's a guy where I guess the last two years just we're gonna fade him on name alone I don't think we could do that anymore so yeah King Tut makes a good point in the chat yeah interesting to see um as we approach the trade deadline who does what the Diamondbacks I think need to do something uh just to kind of reinvigorate themselves a little bit Texas have made their statement um and I think they're not going to go down quietly. They picked up a Rolders Chapman a long time before the before the deadline. So that tells you what they're going to do. But I think the D-backs need to do something. The D-backs need a closer uh, or two. They need a premium set of man in a closer. They're still rolling Andrew Chafin out to try and wrap these games up. And that's the longer the season goes on, that's not going to get it done for them. So, yeah, loads of interesting stuff. Still to come, and we'll discuss all of that later on in the week. Moonaf and uh, Scott and Lonte will be kicking around. But yeah, so uh, tomorrow, Monday, is the home run derby. Um, now, again, we discussed this over here, and I think we've both decided that up front, uh, we're going to say that it's complete guesswork. Um, yeah. This is a fun event for a pizza bet or two. Um, and I tried to do a little bit of research earlier on, so I was looking at various numbers, various articles, various websites. I, I caught a couple of videos on uh, different platforms, just to try and pick up as much info as I could. And what struck me was the people who were trying to put a little bit of science behind this were the people who were kind of exposing themselves, people who were relying on players' barrel percentage and hard hit rates. And I don't think that's something you can apply to this. There's a couple of markets in there where you can apply a little bit of science or you can apply something that you like, basically like any market that you're having a bet on. Decide on something that you like and then talk yourself into it by using some numbers, some statistics, something that happened in 2019, something that Peter Alonso has done in the past. And you can talk yourself into whatever bet you make. So I think that's where this the direction this show will go is that we can give you what we like and why we like it. Um, there's a whole load of daft markets you can get involved in. Uh, it's not just outright. But um, yeah, that was my kind of reading of the situation, Dylan. You're more experienced MLB better, and you probably watch more home run derbies than me. So am I on the right lines here, or is there is there an angle in, do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think barrel rate and hard hit rate, I think they uh, apply a little more better when it's in season and you get a lot, a lot more a larger sample size. Here, it depends on the... Who's who's throwing to you? Who's throwing BP to you? I think I think it depends on the ballpark, if it's in the dome, if it's not in a dome. So a lot of there's a lot of factors in it. But yeah, I've watched the home run derby since I was little, dating back when Chris Berman said back, 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 back. You, have you never watched the home run derby? What? No, I've I've obviously ah. watched the highlights of the last yeah. two years or what have you. When Do you I've remember been... him saying that. And I have no idea what you're on about, no. Oh, Chris Berman, he's a legend. He used to work at uh, ESPN. He's this big guy, and he he's, just, he's so uh, expression, expressive the way he talks and the way he announces home run derbies. And uh, 
he had the fastest two minutes with uh, on ESPN for football as well. So, yeah, it's, it's great. There's a lot of good stories as well in the home run derby. Like Pete Alonso going back-to-back, Bryce Harper winning, Aaron Judge winning, uh, Todd Frazier winning in Cincinnati where he was playing Cespedes. Remember Johannes Cespedes? He won back-to-back. He did. So, I was. Yeah. I knew that much, yeah. That was part of my research today. I came up with – because I like Johannes Cespedes. He was probably – he was on that Mets team – when I first started watching baseball, that 2016 or whatever it was, yeah. um, Cespedes was a big part of that. Uh, and then he, what, he fell down the hole chasing a pig and broke both his ankles and was never the same again, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, he has a farm in Dominican Republic or Venezuela, I think, where he's from. And yeah, he was doing something in his farm and he broke his leg or something. And then he kind of just left us and said, you know what, I'm going to go back to my country and just left. Yeah. Because it was only quite recently, I think, an opening day, he had a, a, a single, a solo homer, and the Mets won one nothing. I think that was two opening days ago. Um, so it wasn't very long that they brought him back. And that was when, after sort of the middle of May, he actually just thought, bollocks to this, I'm going home. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do, I do remember yeah, Cespedes. And you went to Cespedes. The Cespedes family barbecue is a good follow on Twitter, uh, if you don't follow that. That's a good, that's a good thing to, uh, uh, to get involved in. Okay, so there's loads of different markets. And we'll take you through the runners and riders uh, once we've told you about Circus Sports uh, with the Circus Millions and the Circus Survivor, which are back for the upcoming NFL season. You've got $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Uh, the Circus Millions, you make five NFL picks against the spread every week. And in the Circus Survivor, you just pick a different money line winner each week. You can enter in Vegas and play from anywhere the SGPN boys will be out there for the last weekend in August. Uh, you need to get to circusports.com for all of the details. That's circusports.com. Right. Home run derby. Let's get into it. Eight runners. Uh, they are seeded um, on the number of home runs they had so far this year, uh, or certainly when the field was announced. Uh, that's how the seedings work. Because the seedings can look a little bit random if you just come in with first time. So, Number one seed is Lewis Robert of the White Sox. Uh, number two is the Polar Bear, uh, Peter Alonso. Three is Mookie Betts. Number four is Adolis Garcia. The five seed is Randy Rosarena. Um, in fact, I was going to give the odds out as I do this. So, yeah, number one, Lewis Robert is a five to one shot. Two, Peter Alonso is a three to one shot. Um, is he the favourite? No, he's not. Uh, Vladdy's the favourite. Mookie Betts, uh, the third seed, is plus 850. Fourth seed, Adolis Garcia, is 7-1. Fifth seed, Vlad Guerrero, is plus 360. Um, the seventh seed is Julio Rodriguez, who is priced up at 6-1. And the eighth seed is Adley Rutschman, who is the outsider of the field at 14-1. Uh, it's a classic bracket, so one plays eight, two plays seven, etc. Quarterfinal, semi-final, final. Uh, so, yeah, we can take you through our brackets and derive it, how we got our winner. So we'll start at the top, Dylan. Um, Lewis Roberts, the, that top side of the draw, Lewis Robert takes on Adley Rushman, and then Adolis Garcia takes on Randy Rosarena. So who would you have going through from, from those two matchups? Yeah, in the first matchup, I do like Lewis Roberts. He might be a play later for uh, my outright. I got him at, what did I get him at? But, uh 
plus 450. So he, I got him advancing against not the most experienced guy in Aldi, even though I do like Aldi. Uh, I just think Lewis Robert is just a much better hitter um, right now. And since June 1st, he has the second most home runs behind Shohei Otani, which I'd love to see him in a home run derby. But yeah, I got uh, Lewis Roberts advancing over Aldi. I think the, the nerves of the young kids going to get to him a little bit. So I'm going to take Lewis Roberts here. Yeah, I think the, Roberts, um, he's got a lot of things going for him in this competition. It's quite a, a sort of uh, arduous competition, really. You need a little bit of endurance. Um, we've seen it that the since they put the clock on it, um, it's athletes kind of that have prospered a little bit. We saw Juan Soto last year, who was the champ. Um, really athletic guys rather than your big boppers. Um, we get on to the likes of, for example, uh, Vladdy that we'll get to in a little while. I think he might he kind of gets gassed in this. Uh, Lewis Robert won't at all. I think Adley Rutschman, um, he's local, he's from Portland, so he's got that angle. Um, but he's kind of a, he's not a, a classic home run hitter. He's got some pop and he's having a great season. Um, but yeah, I don't think he can compete here. So I've got Robert going through. The next, that the, the one underneath that, Adolis Garcia and Randy Rosarena, is really, really tight. This is your classic complete guesswork. Anyone can sit and tell you there's some science going to why they're going to pick who they're going to pick. And I'm calling bullshit on all of that. <laughs> My, what would split it for me is Randy Rosarena's propensity for the big occasion. Uh, we saw it in the playoffs uh, when he hit a gazillion home runs a couple of years ago. And we saw it in the WBC when every time he was called upon to do something spectacular, he absolutely had it in his locker. Uh, Randy Rosarena has been probably the most popular underdog pick that I've seen um, in all the research I've done over the last couple of days. Ten to one outright. Um, and for, for the, I think it's for the reason is that he's a showman and this is a, a show. Uh, so yeah, I, w- I would have Randy taking down um, Garcia in that one, Dylan. I should take the other side. I'll take Garcia. I think he's been a better hitter this year. Uh, he has 23 home runs. He's tied for sixth on the list of... Uh, of just all, all time t- this year. Uh, his slugging's been better. His OPS, like, he's just been a better hitter. But you're right. Randy Rosa has the experience, and he also has the bat bat speed as well. I don't think he'll get tired. He's big in big moments. He had a big game today. So I can see it. It's definitely the closest one out of out of all of the matchups here in the bracket. But you're right. It's it's a coin flip. But I, I do like Lewis Roberts. Not Lewis Roberts. Excuse me. Um... Adolis Garcia, and I see it at minus 144. So it's definitely value there, I think. Um, on the other side of the door, you've got uh, Pete Alonso and Julio Rodriguez. Now, one of these two w- could have been my outright pick if they weren't playing each other, I think. Uh, they would be two, two of the names I would have been drawn to. But I don't think I could play either of them outright because of who they're playing. So it's a, it, yeah. this must be a coin flip on the books. I haven't seen any matchups. Uh, prices. So if you, I don't know what the odds are on yeah. that. But, uh, Peter Alonso has got a lot of previous. He's a two-time winner. Um, now only one person, only Ken Griffey Jr. has managed to win this three times. So he kind of has the weight of history against him. Um, but this is a kind of a horses for courses situation for Peter Alonso um, in that you need a special kind of skill set for this competition. He, he's trained for it. He trained specifically for it. Um, he likes his uh, the the guy who does the throwing for him, um, and he's, he's tactically he's been all right. He's used his timeouts quite effectively in the past. There was one case 
um, against Ronald Acuna in 2019, where I think he's used his timeout. So as much as it is just get up there and hit it, there's a little bit of uh, baseball intelligence to be had in this competition. Peter Alonso has shown that he's been able to do that. Uh, Julio Rodriguez came second last year as a rookie. Um, hit 31 home runs uh, in the semi-final against Peter Alonso. So he actually took Alonso down last year. Um, yeah, just a complete guesswork again. I've got Red Rodriguez uh, to advance over uh, the polar bear here. Yeah, so I'll let you know what these round one matchup prices are. So Lewis Roberts is minus 250. Aldi is plus 198. Uh, the one we just talked about, Randy Rosarena, he's plus 118. Adolis Garcia is minus 144. The one we're talking about right now, Pete Alonso is minus 178. Julio Rodriguez is plus 142. I didn't know this before, but I was just playing around while you were talking. You could parlay these. So, like, for example, if you want to take Pete Alonso and you do want to take Lewis Roberts, minus 250 and minus 178 you could get a plus 118 on that that's if you because i i don't think you're really going to get value just picking outrights you know my unless you're taking the adolis garcia one but other than that you know everyone's a and if you look at the other one mookie Betts uh is a plus 205 underdog vlad's minus 270 so a lot of these uh favorites are heavy favorites that you really can't find value on but uh as for this one yeah, this this whole side of the bracket is just filled. It's going to be the hardest pathway to victory. Pete Alonso, Julio Rodriguez, Mookie Betts, and Vlad Guerrero. It's an insane amount. But you're right. He does take good, um, good timeouts. He's experienced. And, you know, Seattle's not a place where I think you really see a lot of home runs. I don't think there's on the year. There's 98 home runs on the year in the ballpark. The fewest in the league. So it's a hitter's ballpark. Uh, I don't know if we'll see a vintage polar bear. We'll have like 25, 30, but I definitely think the experience will edge him out in this one. I don't know if he'll get through all the way, but I, I do think he'll get past Julio Rodriguez in the first round. Uh, yeah, In the final game, I've got Vladdy taking down bets. I just think he's a better hitter. Certainly early in the contest, I do think Vladdy might get a little bit gassed. I might be wrong, um, but I think fresh, uh, he, he, he will take down bets. I mean, I wouldn't put you off if you wanted to take the four outsiders here. I know we talked about this last year. The biggest price outside last year, I think, was Albert Pujols, um, who was just in there uh, for the memes, really. Anyway, he won his first round matchup. I can't remember who he beat. Did he beat uh, Goldie or... Well, I can't remember. I thought it was one of the cards, maybe. Goldie or Arenado, one or the other. Um, and Pujols took them down. Uh, at a big price, plus 200 and something. So... Outsiders will win because, like I say, it is a little bit random. Um, but yeah, I've got Vladdy to take down Mookie, but I won't be I won't be backing him um, on this side of the draw, Dylan. Yeah, I agree. I like Val. Uh, I like Vlad Junior to go all the way. To be honest, I think he beats out Pete in the second round as well. I'll get to that in a little. But yeah, you know, I'm surprised to see him this big of a favorite just because Vlad's not really having a typical Vlad home run type of year. He only has 13 on the year. Uh, while Mookie Betts, low-key, he's up there. He has 26 home runs on the year. He's tied for third in the major league. So he's hitting a lot of home runs this season, uh, Mookie Betts. But in this kind of like tournament style where Vlad, I, I think, has an upper hand in the experience, uh, I'll go with Vlad here as well. I like him. Yeah, I'm not sure how serious Mookie's taking. I think he's, he's going for a good time. Uh, yeah. He said his wife talked him into doing it. Um but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he'll just be he'll be enjoying himself. He'll try when he's out there, but I don't think he'll be too devastated. 
um, if he goes down. Yeah, so my um, semi-final lineup, I've got Lewis Robert uh, Robert taking down Randy Rose Arena. Um, and on the other side, I think Rodriguez will take out a gassed uh, Vladi, leaving me a final of Lewis Robert and Julio Rodriguez, uh, who are your two semi-final winners, Dylan? Dylan. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I no, have Lewis Roberts Jr. defeating Adolis Garcia. And then on the other side, I have Vlad Guerrero Jr. defeating Pete Alonso. And can I be honest, as a Met fan, I really wasn't happy that he announced that he was going to be in the home run derby. I know he takes it serious and he loves doing it. He's a two-time champion, but he really hasn't been swinging the bat well like this past month and a half. I think he's hitting 188, 189, something along those lines. I know he had a home run the other night, but I, I really wish he just took the week off and just mentally got himself a break, to be honest. So I I'm not the most enthused that Pete Alonso's in this because it could even mess up his swing even more, I feel like. And we need him in the second half. Well, yeah, I said to you before we started, Dylan, culturally, not, none of this stuff would get on any British sports person's radios. Where you American people are obsessed with all-star this and Hall of Fame, the other, and dunk contests and these. Like, no one yeah. gives a shit. Like, it's any this exhibition stuff is completely and utterly irrelevant. It wouldn't happen because no one cares. I like, if I'll, around the time where they're balloting in the Hall of Famers, it's all you see on your Twitter timeline or you'll open up your podcast platform and there's 25 podcasts about who should be in the Hall of Fame and who shouldn't be. And like, no one cares. What's it? It's not a thing. Like, the sport my is the sport. In, my thing in England, though, is after they have an amazing career, kind of like, for example, a guy like Wayne Rooney, where does yeah. he go? Does he not go into the Hall of Fame? What do you mean does he go in the Hall of Fame? He goes home. Well, I don't understand. But what? how do we how do we recognize the well, one of the greatest careers? Well, because it happened. Put him in the Hall of Fame doesn't change anything, does it? Yeah, you give him a little jacket, you pat him on the back, say you did a really but good job for 20 bollocks. years. What does that mean? That's you crazy Americans with your trinkets and your shiny things. Who wants it? Oh, it's we baffling. Love, we love it. You do, yeah, absolutely. And Baffles I also the think gambling has enhanced it a little bit, don't you? Because now you could bet on the dunk contest, you could bet on the home run derby. Back when I was yeah. little, I don't, I don't really think, uh, unless going to a bodega in the back of the store, you could do it that way illegally. <laughs> but you can't do it like you could do it today. Like they're advertising it. It's a million dollar organization, you know. Yeah. Oh, this is a great um, outcome. Uh, a great event to have a bet on. 100% like, yeah, I'll oh, definitely yeah. be getting involved. But um, that's pretty much the only reason for it, really, is to uh, is to, to have a little bit. Uh -huh. um, okay, so, yeah, finalists. So this is my first pick. My first play is going to be, um, you can. there's loads of markets, but the, the, you can pick the finalists. So Luis Robert against Julio Rodriguez uh, as the two finalists is 12 to 1. Yeah, that's my first pick. And my outright winner is going to be Luis Robert at five to one. I just think he's like I say, he's athletic enough. He's got nothing else to play for. The White Sox is such a stink in the plays out. Um, this is probably a, a light relief for him. We'd be quite happy to get out there. And he's quietly, because the White Sox never ever get talked about unless it's in a disparaging manager uh, manner. No one's mentioned the fact that Robert's having a great season. So um yeah, Robert to win at five to one for me. And a Ro Robert versus Rodriguez final um at twelve to one dinner. 
Yeah, my first one is Lewis Robert as well. Uh, I got him at my, uh, plus 450. You know, like I said, as a Met fan, I feel like I should be just taking Alonzo on principle to win this because of his experience. Like you said, his pure joy just to compete in this. And the fact that he has 174 career home runs at this event, it obviously tops every other competitor here. You know, the problem I feel like with Pete, is the pathway to victory here, according to the number one seed. Alonso has to face Julio Rodriguez in the first round and then either Betts and Vlad. So I just think Lewis Robert, he beats uh, Aldi. And, you know, he really hasn't been known for that power type guy, like I said. While Lewis Robert, his average home run is around 406 feet. So he's, he's not just hitting cheapies, you know. He's out there hitting... He's hitting bombs. And like I said, since June 1st, she Shohei has 16 home runs. Lewis Robert is second with 12 home runs since June 1st. So I feel like I'm getting the top overall seed at a longer odds than the other two hitters, both who are on the other side of the bracket. I just feel like it's a lot of value. So, yeah, give me Lewis Roberts Jr.'s as well at plus 450. Uh, and who would be your other finalist then? And, and then my other one, just to – Basically, uh, cover both my my sides. I'll take Vlad to win it all as well. Uh, just because I feel like he he does have a tough matchup in the first round against Mookie, and like I said, Vlad he hasn't had the best season in terms of hitting home runs, but he he's still making incredible contact rate. I know you don't really look too much in the barrel rate, but it's extremely high when he is hitting the ball. Only three players have higher exit velocity than Vlad. He's sitting at around 94 miles an hour uh, around the other competition. Only Acuna Jr. has batted balls that have exceeded 95 miles an hour. So I expect him to be aggressive, especially in the first round against Mookie. Uh, it's much different than all these uh, all these other guys. He has experience. He holds the single home run record. He mashed 91 in 2019, and they only lost because he needed 40 to defeat uh, Jock Peterson, I think, in the semifinals. Uh, and then he only had 22 in the finals against Alonzo. But, you know, the name of the game is to hit the long ball, and I think Vlad is one of the best to do it. So I got Vlad at plus 370, and that's my other selection to win it all. Uh, so that matchup in the in the final, uh, Lewis Robert against Vlad would be uh, plus six fifty. So a price of thirteen to two. If you can, uh, if they if you want to take Dylan's advice and have them as your two finalists, uh, we'll have a little run through some of the other um, daft markets and some of the prop markets. Uh, once I've told you about Underdog Fantasy and Best Ball Mania, four um, Underdog Fantasies giving away uh, fifteen million dollars in prizes. Underdog Pick'em pick is a great way to get down on your favourite MLB and NFL season player props. There's loads of ways to win on Underdog. Underdog is available in so many states. Head to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Um, so, yeah, the some of the other markets... Yeah, there's a list here as long as you're on. The, the list's twice as long is when I looked at it earlier. So you've got, yeah, player to hit the longest home run. I mean, you just went through those uh, those numbers. You said, was it Peter Alonso you said wasn't hitting the chibis? No, I said um, Vlad. Oh, Vladdy, okay. Yeah, so he's favourite. He's five to two to hit the longest home run all the way out to, I mean, Mookie Betts. So there, there is a little bit more science in this one. Mookie Betts is out there at 30 to one. And obviously, the deeper your player goes into the competition the more chance you have of them 
hitting the hitting the longest run. You've got the player with the highest recorded exit velocity, uh, player to hit the most home runs in the first round. Um, total home runs in the tournament um, is a good one. But the the one the, the market that I picked uh, one prop here from is the total home runs in the tournament by the winning player. Um, and the reason there's a couple of reasons for this. Reason one is um, this you. This bet will keep you going right till the end. You, whatever happens, your bet is going to be live all the way through the tournament. Because, so if Robert, uh, Robert and Rodriguez and Vladimir all be knocked out, we've still got a live bet going because whoever's in the final, you're still cheering them to take the, the over. Um, the, the total is at 58 and a half. Um, and I just thought that all it takes here is the player to go off in one round. Like you said, we've had um, round uh, Vladdy. Uh, sorry, Rodriguez hit 31 to take Alonso out last time. And did you say Pete Alonso hit a 40-something in the last time he won it? Yeah, 40-something, I think. 41, 42. So if a player goes off in one round, then it pre- they pretty much shoes them in. Because uh, that total then is 58 and a half. So if you get that 31, then you're just looking at another 28 over the next two rounds. So I just thought like one good round, one stellar round. If they can get the 30 seconds extra time twice, I think what you need to hit two 440 feet home runs and they get the extra time bonus. So if a player can just go berserk in one round, um, then that, that I think gives you a chance of getting to that 58 and a half. Even if you don't, three solid rounds. Um, and like I say, you're going to be live in the final. So it gives you something to count down uh, right as you get into the final minutes of, of the last game there. So, yeah, that would be my my one player for, uh, is the the winning player to have over 58 and a half total home runs. Um, any of these markets that you looked at at all, Dylan? Yeah, I like that one. I would also encourage, uh, because Mal's definitely looking at a different book than I am, so check all your books. They probably have different... Yeah, there's all sorts options. of things there. It's like the one I have, which I kind of like uh, the longest distance of a home run. It's at 488 and a half feet. Now, that's another one where, just like Mal said, where it keeps you in it no matter what. Even if your player isn't, it didn't get through the round or doesn't have a chance to win, it doesn't matter. Someone could break this. Someone could hit almost a 490 foot home run. I. That's a that's pretty far. I don't know. I haven't checked Seattle's uh, ballpark metrics where a guy's hit it that far, but 490 feet. I, I I can't recall one this year that's gone 490 feet to be honest. But uh, I would go under. The odds are basically uh, coin flip. It's minus 112 both ways on the on the book that I'm looking at. So I kind of would do under. It's kind of the contrarian pay. I know it's no fun. You know, you obviously want to see the ball go far, but. 490 feet is kind of long, I feel like. Yeah, that is. It's 485.5 on my book. Um, the other one I looked at, and again, a bit of a, you just said, like, like a little bit, like, just too short to, to back the under, is will there be a tiebreaker in any matchup, which is even money on yes, oh, and yeah. uh, around about 8 to 11, so um, about minus 130 maybe on the no. And I, I would just take the no. It said there's not been a load of tiebreakers. It's fun when it happens. Yeah. Um, and they have a 60 second swing off. Um, but yeah, if you if you wanted a boring play, I'd take the uh, I'd take the eight to eleven about if the no. That, that would be funny if you had a bet if you had a bet on how many home runs because the bad off would actually help 
because there would be more. Yeah, yeah. Because they would have to go. So, yeah, there are fun ways to play the home run derby, but, you know, always responsible, not without your means, I would say, because you don't want to lose your whole bankroll on the home run derby. Got a long second half, Mal. <laughs> yeah, pizza bets, Samoonaf would say. Uh, definitely pizza bits. So, yeah, so I think that's it covered, really, the, the the picks that me and Dylan would like. Like we say, I didn't really want to get too much into, into pretending there was a science or a strong feeling behind it. Because there just isn't. Um, eight runners, if I wake up on Tuesday morning and any one of these is one, I will not be surprised. Um, whichever over or under is hit, I will not be surprised. I just hope it's a fun competition. Uh, I look forward to watching the highlights. Uh, so the, the fact it's West Coast is no good for me at all. So I think it kicks off around about three in the morning. Uh, so I'll um, I'll try and watch it um, as a virgin. I will get the scores. I'll, I'll try and watch it as live. Um, on Tuesday morning. But yeah, so yeah, thanks for that. Anyway, uh, appreciate anyone uh, who's joined in and listened. Good luck with your bets. Um, like I said, we'll be back later in the week. We're going to do some futures. We're going to look back at the, the things we've already picked and maybe pick out some second halves. Of, we did really well last year picking out second half plays um, during the All-Star break because there's loads of good markets to get involved in. Um, and we pick, picked out some pretty shrewd stuff last year. So we're going to be looking into that with Munaf Scott. Lonte and of course Dylan uh, later in the week. So just keep your eyes peeled for your uh, your next instalment of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Dylan, uh, what's happening the rest of your Sunday? Oh, nothing. Uh, hopefully the Mets could come back and win this game and uh, go into All Star break with uh, you know winning three series in a row. But uh, real quick, Mal, I don't think uh, we'll have a pod for the All Star game. Do you have a pick for everyone right now? No idea. It- is uh, favorite. Again, yeah, well, that game, Moon asked me if he wanted to do his show. And I said the same thing as I've just talked about with you for the, I was like, this exhibition, I don't know what's going on. Why, why is this yeah. a thing? Um, because I know King Tuck was just talking in the chat before saying that people really enjoy the home and derby. It's a, it's a chance to get the fans to get involved. And I absolutely understand it. But culturally, it just sort of blows my mind a little bit. No. So Moon asked me if I wanted to get involved in any, uh, in any all-star game picks and I just flatly turned him down. <laughs> so the short answer to your question, Dylan, is no. 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 Yeah. You, you tell me who's going to win. Uh, I low key just because, you know, Mike Trout's not playing in the all-star game. Uh, I thought uh, the an American league would be kind of bigger favorites, but I think I might take the plus money with the national league, to be honest at plus one Oh four. So, uh, not, not the strongest, but yeah, a little pizza bet for a plus money. I always like to go with the underdog, you know, me. good times. Um, yeah. So Mets are in the bottom of the fifth, so I can go and finish my cup of tea and watch the last hour of this New York Mets San Diego Padres game. I'll do that. Um, enjoy the home run derby, everybody. Good luck with your bets, uh, whatever you do. Let us know how you get on uh, in the usual places. We'll be back, I think, Tuesday um, is the next scheduled episode. So uh, I look forward to seeing everyone again then. Um, until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>